Welcome aboard Dice Wars, a Yutini role-playing production. The Patreon show that dives into the wide world of published Star Wars RPG systems. Grab your favorite dice, photocopy that character sheet, and open up the theater of your mind for the journey ahead. And now, welcome your Game Master, Caleb Laminak. Hello, and welcome to Dice Wars, a Utini role-playing production. This is a series where I, Caleb, take several of my uh, players through the wide world of written Star Wars role-playing games. Uh, this is issue one, or session one, of the third season of this, where we're playing the Star Wars Saga Edition. This was published in 2007 to 2010 uh, by Wizards of the Coast. So we got a real exciting kind of uh, barnstormer here. So if you haven't watched or listened to the uh, previous seasons, that's fine. Uh, this section is its own uh, selection there. Uh, you know, so ignore the technical difficulties. This is a live show. So, you know, just like you're playing with your own friends, there will be uh, some interruptions. There'll be some animal noises. So do forgive us for that. But I think we're going for, uh, I know I said this probably at the start of last two, but uh, I think we're really going to hit our stride here. I think we got an exciting series ahead of us with some twists and turns. So let's go ahead and quickly introduce our players and our characters. So Gia, why don't you start us off? Hi, my name is Gia Half, and I am playing, I'm a writer with Utini. Tonight I'm playing Rook Jarini. She is a 19-year-old Umbaran who was orphaned by the Empire and grew up on the streets of Karelia. And she is highly skilled with tech and is also has the force sensitivity of psychometry, which she keeps very closely hidden and guarded. I'm JG Kars. I'm a content manager here at Utini, and I am playing a droid, specifically a repurposed Magna Guard, uh, donning some red paint, blue eyes, and a nice black coat. And yeah, he met his demise towards the end of the Clone Wars, and now he is uh, hanging around Rook. And what, what's uh, what's t- what's your uh, designation? Oh, there? and yes, uh, and the droid's name, the most important part, is TZ8. <laughs> TZ8. Um, my name is Emmy. I'm a writer with Utini, and um, I am finally playing a Twi'lek. Um, her name is Lancer, and she is honestly pretty sad (laughs) um (laughs) that's her her main feature i believe in this campaign um but i'm very excited to see what happens with her and maybe she will be not sad in the future that's if i have ever anything to say about it probably not yeah tragedy (laughs) makes for great storytelling speaking of great storytelling let's do a quick expedition dump here with the opening crawl all right It is a time of oppression and opulence. The Galactic Empire has brought untold wealth to its core systems by stripping it away from everywhere else. In the hidden corners of the galaxy, groups band together to resist their evil oppressors, while others cling together just to survive. One group is in the middle of that spectrum, and those are the Bent Buzzards, a shadowy organization who targets slavers and raiders for their resources. While on a mission on Narshida, a team of the Buzzards find themselves way in over their heads as a simple extraction goes horribly awry. Okay, so to set the scene, 
uh, Narshada is this smuggler's moon. It's kind of like a mini version of Coruscant if you put all the bad bits together. So <laughs> it's overrun with uh, you know pollution, air pollution, like all this. Every single building is in desperate need of power washing. I'm going to zoom in onto one specific building. It's kind of in a you know a, a poorly lit part of town with just neon lights all over the place. Uh, there's a second story window as we zoom in. I'll need all three of you to go ahead and roll me uh, initiative, if you could. Awesome. Rolling right into this. Yep. Yep. First yep. Roll of the campaign. Exactly. I just got a twenty. Plus my um, bonus twenty four. Wow! Yeah. What do you add the roll to again? I don't know why. Uh, you should have an initiative skill in this edition of Sega Edition. Oh. Unlike any other thing, you, initiative is an actual skill. I got a fourteen, Caleb. Lancer at fourteen. Do we get the initiative skill at the fall? Uh, no. No. Okay. Okay, so if I don't have a bonus, then I don't have an initiative bonus? Yeah, you just had your dexterity. Oh, oh, well, that's great. So as your dexterity. So I had a natural 20. Do I roll again? Not in this one, unfortunately, okay. but you, that is as high as you can get. So that's still pretty good. Yeah. Okay. And it's my dexterity, not my modifier, correct? Uh, the modifier. Whenever I modifier. ask for dexterity, yep. it's like any stat, It's we're asking for the, the modifier. Bra- the brain is on uh, not working tonight. Uh, eight total. <laughs> Eight. All right. Well, you know, just someone's got to carry out the rear. So uh, there's a bit of, as we zoom in onto this uh, office of a fairly unassuming accountant, there's a sudden, um, uh, you know, blast of laser fire as a, uh, as red bolts streak out of the uh, top floor, as uh, a figure jumps out of the uh, window there. This one, this figure is Rook Janari. Janari? Jirini. Jirini. Rook Jirini. Uh, Gia, why don't you give ourselves a quick uh, physical description as we see this young 19-year-old jump out of a window. Okay. Rook is very um, slight of build. She's not very big, not super strong. She um, survives with her intelligence and with her high stealth ability being an Umbaran. So, But she's a survivor, and she's very street smart and wily and has high dexterity. That's probably why you're the first out of the window as you jump <laughs> out there uh, and do a quick roll. There's a speeder that you guys had, like, come in on, and you, uh, as you kind of, like, landed almost half tumble into it as you jump in there. Next up out of the window is Lancer, the Twilight. Can you give us a quick description there, Emmy? Yeah, Lancer is um, about 26, so she's, like, it's pretty young and has like a, a pretty fit build. Um, and she has like a dark blue grayish uh, skin tone and typically dresses in all black as if she was like going to a funeral or something. Nice. Uh, so you tumble out there as a few blast bolts singe your, your once all black uh, tire there. Um, uh, Rook is like trying to turn the uh, engine on, I'm assuming. Now, are you the designated driver? Uh, Lancer, or I think that um, in in history, uh, in days past, Lancer was not necessarily the designated driver. But now that she's paired with Rook, she's going to pretty much take over all um, all aspects of the job that she can uh, boot Rook out of. <laughs> I would just imagine a scene where like Rook sits down and like cranks the engine and then immediately like gets body checked as, as Lancer slides <laughs> into the driver's seat. 
Yeah. All right. And then lastly, uh, uh, TZ, uh, there's a, uh, you know, uh, you, you hear like the click, click whir of a grenade as it's about to go out as, as a uh, magnet guard jumps out there. Right. Correct. And you mentioned that they were in a, like had red armor. So they like completely body painted red. Correct. Like where you would normally see like the other color of magnet guard, which I think is like normally white or silver. Like, like it's a silvery. So you're, you're, yeah, you're pulling red. a Mr. You're doing a Mr. Bones here. Was that, was that a one? I think it was bones. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, uh, you jump out there, black cloak billowing, electric staff twirling as you uh, land in the back seat as a um, a camp that there's a big explosion and then um, you see what looks like like half a dozen like you know street toughs like lean out a top window and yell, "They're getting away with my money!" They cry out as you uh, floor the uh, accelerator. So just so we're all on the same page, uh, Lancer, you're uh, driving. Uh, Rook's probably in the passenger side, and then TZ, you're probably in the back uh, passenger, just kind of like hanging on for your dear uh, sentience. Yes. Okay, that sounds pretty exciting. As um, as you speed away, two speeder bikes, uh, you know, also manned by these uh, supposed pirates, start chasing after you. So uh, they're still a bit of a ways away there. So. Um, you know, you guys were there to just kind of sneak in there, grab some data from this accountant's, uh, you know, personal uh, uh, library, to, like a client list. But as you're in there, a this group of unknown toughs came in and just started shooting up the place and, and blaming you for uh, taking their money. <laughs> Did we take their money? Uh, not that you're aware of. Okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Well, we have our client list. Uh, wait, are we in a ship that has like? Um... You're just in a land speeder right now. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. You're like you're you're you docked a bit, couple of clicks away, so you're. I'm assuming you're you're hightailing back to your to your own personal ship, but yeah, it's it's a bit of a chase right now. Did TZ throw a grenade, or was that the other guys? Uh, TZ, would you be a sort of person who throws a grenade just randomly? Not generally speaking, normally. Okay, then, it's, then it's probably them. It's probably yeah. them. Okay, so we did secure the client list. Did you? I think Rook got it. All right. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you probably did. Um. Well, let's just go ahead and make, retroactively make an actual role here. What's a, what's a used... Is there a used computer skill, I do believe? I have a used computer skill, yes. Yeah, go One ahead and make skills. a role on that. Okay. And I got a 26. 26. Okay, yeah, you absolutely got the data. It was encrypted, but, you know, with a 26, you, not only did you get it, but you got a pretty good crack on the encryption there. So, yeah, it'll be, uh, it shouldn't be any difficulty to get there as you hold it up and, you know, kind of waggle it under Lancer's nose there. Um, two blaster bolts do ring out, like, around you as the uh, two speeders can kind of zoom in and start closing in. Uh, each one to drivers, it has like one handle hand on the handlebar and our hand on their blaster as they're you know speeding around here. This is Narshada, so it's not like the, the police the police response time is measured in weeks, not you know hours. So um, <laughs> uh, you're kind of on your own here. So um, Lancer, you're behind the wheels. What would you be doing to try to um, uh, are going to try to like lose them by being like just a better driver or out flying them? How do you usually get out of uh, sticky uh, situations? I'm gonna um, turn to Rook and uh, to TZ and say, 
y'all aren't going to shoot back, and then um, I'm going to try to take evasive maneuvers and uh, outfly them. All right, make a pilot check. Okay. Ooh, that was a seven. All right. Uh, like, the, your ship is not exactly the most maneuverable one. You, uh, it's something that you kind of uh, picked up uh, as a rental here. So it's mm-hmm. uh, you're essentially uh, right driving around in the, the equivalent of a '92 Toyota Corolla. It's um, <laughs> it's seen much better the uh, but better years a long, long time ago. So it, you know you have to bank super hard while these little. Uh, you know, speeder bikes are starting to close the distance pretty heavily there. Uh, TZ, you were just asked, why aren't you shooting? TZ, why are you not shooting? Uh, well, TZ doesn't believe in guns, so he thinks they're quite uncivilized. Um, <laughs> so I think TZ, is TZ in range? Like, are we, like, close enough to one of the other speeders that, like, he could, like, um, one is have it with his like, stuff? really close uh, to it. So, like, you know, he, he like, you know, you see the, uh, the, uh, the, it's a weak way with like kind of greenish skin and a you know eye patch over one eye and a cybernetic eye over the other one as he kind of leans in as he's trying to get a beat on you with his blaster pistol. Okay, well, TZ would definitely stab like take a like a stab at a critical point of the speeder with his electro stuff. Well, that sounds like an attack roll to me. All right, bet you got this, TZ. I don't think the dice agrees. Uh, it was a nine. Uh, in total? Total. All right, yeah. Uh, it you it knocks off the armor plating of the uh, speeder bike as it kind of wiggles a little bit, but he kind of snarls a little a bit at you and tries to draw a beat onto you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rook, what are you doing to try to lose these uh, pursuers? Rook's pulling out her data pad, and she's trying to pull up the schematics of the town to find the best route so they can lose them and she's gonna like send it to lancers so lancer can um chart the best route um yeah well it, it it's i would imagine it's less like sending it more like putting the the, the thing like as like a right in, 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 like right in front of her face holding it up to her <laughs> um rook's not super aggressive um she has a blaster hold out that she fires when she needs to and she's not a bad shot but she's not um super aggressive hmm. so she tends to it. use her intelligence and tech to get out of things and stealth uh i'm trying to think what a good uh what a good skill for that would be i don't know if it's used computer necessarily but maybe something like i'm just looking at the list here uh maybe like a perception as okay. you're trying to like look your way through and and find the best way uh, through this uh, through this uh, urban jungle here. Okay, <laughs> I got a sixteen. All right, uh, you're you're pretty sure you can shave like several minutes off your uh, time there. So, um, go back to the uh, the guys here as they start uh, blasting away. One of the shots does hit your back uh, engine there. Uh, it does a like the back engine starts to smoke. It hasn't like blown up or anything, but it is you. You are losing a little bit of power here. So uh, you guys Dang got another exactly. You guys got another uh, action here. So Lancer, you have a slightly better. Uh, you know, Rook is trying to tell you to turn right, turn right. That's not the way you came. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Lancer is gonna ignore her for 
as long as possible, and then at the very last moment, um, hook a hard right and see if the if the blown out engine can uh, take such a thing. Give me an air pilot check. All right. Slightly better. That one's a nine. All right. Uh, you whirl, 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 and then like the one engine that was that had already gotten clipped, uh, like you know, catches on the lower curb and like completely rips off the back as you're now like down an engine, but it wasn't doing much anyway, but you're definitely hurtling down like a really narrow alleyway. Your actual, your normal speeder is, you know, flat, but you know, your camp at an unsettling like 45 Mm -hmm. degree angle as you're kind of scraping along the uh, alleyway there. Um, One of the uh, 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 speeders behind you, like, oversteered and like crashed into the delicatessen at the corner there and you know went up in a fire explosion but there's still one last um uh speeder right on your tail uh tz you get in our swing at that if you desire oh tz wants to swing <laughs> that's a nope that's a five total <laughs> you twirl and and step and like you know, try to like you know, swing and stab, but like the alleyway is like too narrow for your normal acrobatic fighting style. Let's just say, and you know, it's the 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 you know uh, the the pirate is like right behind you and kind of slows down and is a little farther out there. Uh, Rook, anything you want to try to do to to save their uh, your maybe your bacon here? Yeah, Rook wants to take aim with their blaster at some at the speeder in order to disable it. So she wants to kind of make a mechanical shot at it. Um, roll mechanics. Why don't you roll mechanics first and see what okay. it, what you know about this? I have the mechanic skill. Yeah. So yeah, it gives being oh. trained in a skill in this edition just gives you a flat plus five. Plus my ability modifier, right? Plus your intelligence. Yeah. Which was a nine, and but I just rolled a three, so that's a twelve. Um. You know, there's an intake there on that uh, on that space where the air is being pulled in, so that's probably a pretty vulnerable place. Uh, go ahead and make a normal attack roll. Okay. Big money. I'd, all right, I have a 12. Do I have any modifiers for the attack uh, roll? Yeah, add oh. your dexterity uh, modifier. All, all right, right, that's a 4, so that so. makes it a 16. All right, that will roll it deal damage. So I think a blaster pistol is three d six. Three d six. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, so I got eleven. All right, uh, with eleven, like the uh, the speeder, like you hit the uh, uh, heat manifold, the heat exchange there, just like a can't. It starts to glow an even brighter red as the. Uh, uh, man looks down and kind of looks back up and yells, Drag Freak! As it suddenly like nose dives down and like starts plowing up the uh the concrete, the plas the the plasticrete beneath there as a kind of like a like a literal plow starts you know tilting up and up and up and then you know tilts completely over as it flings him in a very expensive looking stunt into a, a garbage uh recycling unit there. Um, Woohoo! Rook says, Wizard. <laughs> With that, the uh, the uh, ancient uh, speeder manages to limp back to the uh, to the, your landing pad there, where you decide it might be better just to leave the speeder and not bother uh, trying to uh, return it to the rental office. You really know how to pick them, Lancer. Well, if we hadn't taken an alley that was 
maybe half the size we needed it to be. I don't know. We may have gotten out of that a little bit uh, less in pieces. Well, that part wasn't on the specs. Hey, yeah. we got out of there, didn't we? We're all alive. That is true. Good job, TZ. Your friend over there, I guess he's... I don't know that he lives. He's alive. Trust me. I, I, I did my best. I can't, you know, it's not my fault. You know, I don't, I don't do the guns. The guns are not my thing. It's okay, TZ. You just do what you do. And I do it pretty well. <laughs> Lancer has a big huff of air <laughs> and stay silent. <laughs> All right. As you, uh, you, the three of you approach your, uh, your ship, you've been a crew together for maybe about two months at this point. So, you know, there's still a lot of growing pains amongst the three of you here. You know, technically the ship is under Lancer's name and that, and this one is a YT-2400. So uh, this is the, uh, like the outrigger. It's a classic looking Millennium Falcon, but instead of the, you know, YT series, but instead of having the, uh, the engine like uh, to the front right, like the Falcon or right in the very middle, like the uh, Siren song from previous campaigns, it's one that's all the way up sticking out to right there. So you can just, um, uh, for those of you who played it, the N64 Dash Rindar's uh, ship, uh, Star Wars ship, Shadows of the Empire, that was his ship. So, um, you know, it's kind of painted in a kind of a rusty uh, copper sort of look there. Uh, this is the Nova Claw, you know, Lancer's recent acquisition from their former mentor. The it's, Nova Claw. Oh, yeah. It's a. Uh, you know, again, you know, you you spent a decent amount of time with the ship Lancer, uh, mm-hmm. you know, following your old uh, comrade around, your old boss around. But, you know, ever since, you know, there, you're sure there are things on the ship that you don't even know the beginning of. Like, you know, you know even just uh, flying it around for the last couple of months, you just, you know, have kind of barely scratched the surface of what he might have hidden in this uh, ship here. Mm-hmm. But as you uh, arrive, there's a... Um, you know, the, the docking bay rises back up there as, um, you know, you've kind of made this place your home there. So, you know, like after a mission, do you have, uh, do you guys have like a post-mission ceremony or probably nothing quite like that at this point? I think um, Lancer just re- desperately wants to get to a pub. And Rook. she doesn't even care if Rook and TZ come along. Rook always examines TZ and her equipment, just make sure nothing got damaged and everything's up to speed. Um, Rook also really dreams of being a pilot and having her own ship one day, but she really doesn't, hasn't flown a ship much. So I'd say she, she kind of hangs around Lancer and tries to learn as much as she can and hopes that Lancer will let her fly the Nova Claw. Lancer Deeply, deeply does not want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) TZ, do you like you're even though you're a droid, like you've you've Mm -hmm. probably it's been probably years since your last memory wipe since you came on uh, since you came back to uh, sentience there. Like, do do you have any like quirks that you like to do? Do you like instantly uh, recharge your staff there, practice, you know, you know, start playing dice games with yourself? Yeah, I think TZ is very uh, chill. Uh, I think after combat, it, it tires him out. Like, he's a very old soul. He likes to take a nap and recharge. Um, even though, like, the droids obviously can't sleep, it's the closest thing to 
taking a power nap afterwards after a long day at work a power down nap yes excellent excellent so yeah uh you return back to the uh the space uh rook yo you're uh, you're in charge of the data so all you have to do is up go to the communications center which is kind of in a kind of a little dais you know in the um in the uh next to the um cockpit where you just upload the uh the various data to your benefactors the uh the you know your unseen heads of the bent buzzards you mm-hmm. know you upload it there it usually takes them like hours if not days to get back to you since they only make a communication in coded messages but um i'll say you Rook, because you were there you do notice that there's a uh, the light is flashing on the communications panel that you have received a message recently Lancer, we got a message. Rook, it's play. All right. Uh, this one is a uh, coded message from your normal boss. The, uh, the, you know, he only has identified himself as the blue man. Um, and it, you know, reads that, you know, uh, you know, do, you know, if you've received this message, then, you know, I hope you're doing well. Unfortunately, um, you know, you, we don't have many uh, tasks available for the, uh, future in the future for a while so keep your heads clear stay out of trouble is what the uh, message reads uh but you know i'm afraid it'll be it might be a while before our next payday if you if all went well according to your um to your recent acquisition we might have some more work for you in about you know two galactic months Rook looks at Lancer with a very alarmed look on her face. That's and the this, end- was a, this was like a recorded message that was sent to us. It's yeah, it's just like a, a text message, essentially like an email. So, <laughs> and you, you and it, you get another message, you know, saying, you know, docking fee, uh, you know, automatically taken from your uh, from your local accounts as your local account goes from two thousand credits to one thousand credits. <laughs> In Holy fires of Mustafar, Rook says to Lancer. What in the name of the Force? What's that about? Listen, I don't. I didn't sign up to be anyone's mentor. I know you're young. I know you have this droid that you carry around. Sometimes there's no work, and that's one of the shitty parts of this job but take it in stride we'll hang we'll lay low here we'll hang out i don't know maybe don't charge your droid for a few days maybe it'll yeah that's not an option (laughs) this is crazy when they recruited me and they asked me to work for them they never said that there would be long stretches without work. You've been doing this for a while. Is this normal? It's, I would say, like, in Lancer's experience, it's not normal. But, like, this has happened maybe two to three times in, like, what, the t- ten years you've been working with them? Yeah. So, Lancer's, I think Lancer would just say, it happens. Like I said, just... Take it in stride. This is why you don't spend all your money on payday. And then she leaves. <laughs> <laughs> to go get, to spend all your money on payday. Literally. 
do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Rook just stares out the, the window out into space, demoralized. So Lancer, how like you you go out and find like the nearest dive bar? Like what what do you is, is Lancer the sort of person who does their like a double shot of whiskey of Corellian L neat or like you know mixed drinks you know you know uh, you know sex on the boo sort of thing or what? Um, I think that typically she's probably just like anything that just give me like the strongest cheapest thing that you have. Okay, um, yeah. but. Maybe tonight, since she knows that they're not going to have any work for a while, she's going to stick to, like, one glass of the galactic equivalent of, like, whiskey and Coke or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you, you you do your best to subtly fill up on, on bar peanuts, you know, slowly nursing that drink there <laughs> yeah. for a while, mm-hmm. um, you know, contemplating your life choices here. Yeah, I think she also would would definitely listen out for like any kind of uh, anyone walking up to someone else and being like, "I need somebody to do this," you know. Um, make a gather information check. Yeah, that's an actual skill. So yeah, okay. make a gather information check. That is a five. Ah, uh, it's doing a space great tonight. I thought to yeah. say, you know, this is a great you know, mechanical place to start low rolls, and then eventually you'll get better as the series <laughs> yeah. goes, right? Anyway, um, this is a space, even though this is a cantina right next to the space part, it's kind of a spacer bar, there's just a lot of general hubbub, a lot of, like, you know, people talking about, you know, selling and moving, like, staples, like, you know, you know, you know, bantha steaks, or, you know, rices, or grains, it's just pretty boring, like, you mm-hmm. know, even though this is Narshada and your it's 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 weirder to find a clean, you know, uh, well put together bar than a dirty dive bar run by criminals. There doesn't really seem to be much activity happening around your earshot there. So, you know, you probably get lost in your thoughts about, you know, the last time you were here with your uh, with your mentor. Mm-hmm. You know, back when things were good. Yeah. I think she probably does just kind of uh wallow in self pity for a while then. At least until the end of your class. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she'll Lancer will probably make their way back in about an hour or two hours. So TZ, are you know you can't take your quick little power nap and can't recharge back up, reliving your uh, the combat memories and learning everything you could from uh, reliving that memory, you know, two two thousand times over. Yeah, I think TZ will just um, once it's over, we'll just. Just find Rook because like TZ, TZ really doesn't leave Rook's side and doesn't really does his own thing. So we'll find uh, Rook if Rook is still on the ship. Is Rook still on the ship? Yes, Rook doesn't stay demoralized for too long. She is always searching databases, partly because she's looking for her long lost brother bishop but also she's monitoring calm channels and searching she's going to be proactive and try to drum up another job so when tz shows up she tells tz what's going on because she tells tz pretty much everything rook i am not concerned for myself 
I'm concerned for you. We need money. We can't survive without money. And how am I ever going to get my own ship if they don't even pay me? And how am I going to go out into the galaxy and find my brother if they don't even give us a job? The whole reason I signed up with the Bent Buzzards was it's supposed to be lucrative. Supposed to give us lots of jobs so we could save up and just you and me go out amongst the stars. What? What now? Well, we're just going to have to find another job. All right. Well, why don't you give me a gather information to check then? Okay. Is there any, like, give us a sense of advantage or any mechanic like that where TZ can help? Um, I don't think so. I said, okay. if you want to make, like, a separate roll or something like that mm-hmm. so you can scan your the uh, hollow net yourself. Yep. I got a 17. All right. Um... 17 like a lot of the there's a lot of like just normal like specific like trucking jobs and like movement sort of things here the problem is you know a lot of those require like either a much larger space or you're going to like really out of the way spaces and when you start like you know you're like oh wow this pays like ten thousand credits that's a lot of cash and then you start calculating out and then i have to spend eight thousand credits on fuel like you know you start actually like doing the numbers and doing the the money and you know you suddenly realize oh this like do making your money on the uh straight and narrow is uh is a lot harder than you think it's gonna be mm. so a lot trickier mm-hmm. there you know you there's like many like advertisements like you know come to our, the to the you know gambling casino uh you know uh you know be a floating capital of the of the galaxy, yo, yo. Just you know, if you looking for money, just uh, just come to the uh, what was it, the Red Tide uh casino on the uh on the Plasteel Pride, you know, highest payouts in the galaxy. He's he got just an eight. Uh, yeah, you 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 are filled <laughs> with those sorts of banner ads, pop ups, <laughs> pop ups, pop. Pop, pop. You, do, you haven't installed the uh, ad block yet. Uh, so after a couple hours of, I'm assuming maybe soul destroying work of like realizing that you know how how bad the economy is right now. Um, you know, with the empire cracking down on everything, Lancer can't. I wouldn't say stumbles. Like you just had like a, a one drink. Mm-hmm. So Lancer comes back in. You know, maybe bringing their own little cloud of despair on board the ship. Hey, can I break in here for a second? Yeah, I was just pulling up JG's character sheet, and um, you're a droid. Do you get does J do, do droids get points for being trained with their skills? Because on your uh, character sheet, you don't have any points down, JG, uh, for your modifier. Oh, it might, it might not be showing up for you, but it's on mine. Okay, okay, I'll have to look yeah. at that. Yeah, for some reason on mine, it just shows like a bunch of X's there. But I figured that either like you, that's how you marked okay. it, or you know, maybe it's like the uh, numbers are a little strange there. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, as long as you have those, you know, those three skills marked, and yep. you can get yep. more if you take the feet for it. So yeah, um, you, this you know, Lancer, as you return back in, you can't start you know automatically heading to the cockpit. There, you see that the uh, message light is blinking again. Okay, I'm just gonna open it. All right, um, you know, there's a uh, a camp a, a, a 
kind of a slight crackle as the uh, hollow projector comes on. And as it comes on, I think both Rook and, and TZ both can't kind of hear this and notice that because ever since you've started been been working on the ship, you've never gotten a hollow mm-hmm. uh, you know, message before. It's all been text there. Um, let's see here. I actually have a script here. Yeah. Uh, instead, uh, it, the projector pulls out kind of an older, like, you know, you know, you know, graying-looking Zabrak male. He's kind of dressed in, like, a fine robe with a kind of half-cloak there, but he has, like, wrinkled skin there, and you can tell maybe he's in his, like, 70s, his 80s there. And he says, Kuso, if you're getting this, that means that the uh, dead drop you helped me set up all those years ago has gone off. I'm sorry to say, I think I might have just been killed. I believe there are forces at work here that I'm just barely becoming aware of an evil that will soon overwhelm me because I'm sticking my head up afraid it will be struck off soon but hopefully these old bones still might be of use even in death listen I know you're a true friend and you've worked for me for years now and I can count on you while your primary employer and I might not see eye to eye anymore uh, I figured you could use a little side money my friend so if you can solve my murder and find out whoever is responsible, I've set it up with uh, my private estate with my will that we can wi- we'll get you uh, one million credits in untraceable cred sticks. Well, I know you'll do me right, so uh, looking forward to uh, having my soul avenged. I guess signing off as the uh, you know the kind of flickers and, and dies off. Rook looks at Lancer. Who was that? Does Lancer know? Uh, you don't know, but like after the message has played out, like it shows like a receipt. You know, this was sent by uh, someone named Duke Suzuki from the uh, Cassio royal family. <laughs> uh, it was sent from uh, the uh, the sent from was from the uh, the Plasteel Pride, a the floating uh, gambling house casino uh, station. A million credits. Holy stars. You uh, ever solved a murder, Rook? Um, no, but there's a first time for everything. Why did we get that message? I don't know, but I would guess that um, my previous partner probably helped this guy out a few times. You know, he he did say at the beginning he did drop your part your previous uh you know mentor partner Stan Cuso's name mm-hmm. so and this it was his ship so maybe it's just set to automatically wire here mm-hmm. a million it's, credits it's, I don't yeah. even forget well don't forget the money I guess but if this guy wanted Cuso's help then I think we. I think I owe it to him. I have never solved a mystery, but I want to try. Well, we're partners, Lancer, so where you go, I go. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get some rest. So, but we're going to do it? We're going to head out to the Plasteel Pride, a casino ship, and we're going we're gonna to solve a murder? We're going to try. There is no try. There is do or do not. (laughs) 
Um, Lancer just ignores you and walks to her. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rip turns to TZ and says, this is our shot. This is our chance, TZ. I like our odds. All right, we're going to go ahead and cut to uh, at to the um, where I play this the Larue uh, black hole. Uh, it's a kind of a you know as your ship comes out of hyperspace, the the your your Nova Claw runs like a dream. It's it was really well maintained by the previous owner, so yeah, as long as you keep it fueled and you know check the engines, it runs great. So as you exit out of hyperspace, you see before you a large well. C is a very interesting term. You see a large black hole there uh, that is, you know, it's kind of, this is a fairly popular, like, tourist destination because it's a large black hole that's just by itself, so it's kind of like a weird, creepy void of space. But you see that there is, um, you know, orbiting well outside the uh, danger zone is the, the uh, Plasteel Pride. It's a large floating space station. On the top, it's uh, about like a, a kind of a bulbous sort of uh, like a half uh half a cylinder or half of a, a, a sphere with the top is all completely transparent plasteel. So it's like a glass that people on the inside can look out of and see the great uh, views. As you rock it by, you see the top is kind of laid out in a kind of a largish like city block uh, square with lots of neon lights and flashing, you know, casino symbols and all like that. You know, there's probably you know, a thousand, two thousand people in there right now. Just imagine if you took like one or two of the uh, the hotels from Las Vegas and put it in space. That's essentially what you're looking at here. You know, it's a large, you know, half cylinder with a long, thin spire coming down from the uh, from the very middle of it. About halfway down the spire is a large ring, a little larger circumference than even the uh, sphere on top, and that's the docking zone. You know, there's a you know, kind of a general docking, you know, bay area in the very middle, but on the outer, like, spokes are, like, individual spaces where you can land in and park. Um, there's, it's about full capacity. There's a ton of little starships there, freighters like yours, individual starfighters, but there's also a, um, uh, 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 Quintus class light cruiser, uh, an Imperial light cruiser that's docked into it there as well. It's n- not a, like a whole Star Destroyer, but like one of those little mini versions with like that can support like four TIE fighters. Hmm. So that's docked. Um, oh, also, there's a couple like smaller like support tugs growing around. And they appear to be just depositing what looks like, for like a better term, uh, glowing glitter as they kind of uh, sprayed out out into space. As you see it slowly getting pulled into the uh, thin horizon of the black hole as it swirls around. So you're essentially... Uh, I, it's not quite the same, but they're essentially throwing, throwing uh, color bath bombs into uh, into glacier parks here, and just to see the fun colors go off. <laughs> awesome. All right, as the uh, as the uh, Nova Claw comes in, like an automatic like uh, uh, communication buoy goes out, uh, and it directs you to one of the private uh, you know it welcome it says you know welcome back, and it, it directs you to one of the private uh, uh, landing docks there. Okay. And it says welcome back? It says welcome back, yes. Okay. Um, uh, Lancer definitely takes notice of that and then um, parks in the in the directed dock. It kind of like lands, you kind of clunk in there. Uh, you know, as I said, it's, you're kind of on like a, a third of a turn away from the uh, from the uh, from the Imperial shuttle, the Imperial uh, light cruiser, so you can 
you can kind of see it out your your blast doors, but it's not something that you have to like worry about being right next to. As you like, oh, as you unlock the hatches and open it up, you see a large, well lit corridor leading towards like the central uh, turbo shaft. Uh, there is a large, like a uh, you know, like loader droid that kind of is waiting for you as you open up the uh, door. He's kind of standing off to the side, next to the uh, the area where the uh, your uh, cargo hold would open up to if you did open it if you had any cargo to unload. Okay. Um, we don't, I don't think we, I don't think that Lancer wants to unload anything, even if we did have anything. You really don't. Like, yeah, you have, like, emergency have, food like, supplies. Yeah, as minimal a presence here as possible. Um, so she's gonna avoid that and try to be pretty low-key. Uh, the joy camp, after a second, as you walk by camp, turns and looks at you. Um... I uh, look to TZ and say, can you tell him that we don't need his services? Gladly. Hello, friend. We are satisfied with what we have. Thank you. Like one photo receptor closes and then the other. Camp turns and starts lumbering away from the ship. <laughs> Goodbye. Rook really dislikes Imperials, so she's just grown quiet. Quiet and wary. Um, There's nothing much else in the uh, hallway, in the corridor, as if you just can't walk down. It's kind of nice and private. It can't, you know, at the end of the hallway, there's like a door that can lead to the normal, like, you know, more open landing dock, but there's also a door that leads straight to a turbo lift that will take you to the upper floors if you desire. Yeah, I'm, uh, I think I'm gonna pull, uh, Rook and TZ into the turbo lift then, if we can get one by ourselves. And Oh yeah, um, absolutely. Okay. And I'm just gonna say we're here for the money. I want those million credits. We're also here because of someone that I care a lot about. I don't know who this man was. I don't know anything about him or why he was murdered. We don't, we literally don't have a place to start. So we need to lay low. And before we do anything, get a lay of the land and maybe listen in on a few conversations. Rick nods. She's perplexed because she's never heard Lancer talk like this, talk so private, openly. Um, But she just nods and says, okay, I'll pull up the schematics for this entire station. And TZ, can you try to listen to some comms and see if you pick up anything? I will blend in. Um, Lancer, have you ever been at a place like this before? A few times. Um, Kuso was an interesting man, and he liked places like this. Um, They're not necessarily my scene. A lot of people walking around. But I think if we can steer clear of the Empire, we'll be all right. All right. 
yeah, in Brook, it's no problem at all to download, like, essentially the, uh, it's not like, you can't get, like, you know, detailed blueprints, you know, without a check, but you definitely get, like, a whole, like, you know, ID, like, layout of the place, you know, docking bay down below, that's pretty basic, pretty unstructured, but on the top, there's kind of two kind of sections. There's the upper floor, or upper deck, and the lower section. The upper deck is where all, like, the major casinos, big money things are at, you know, uh, the hotels, that's where, like, all the, um, kind of glitz and glamour is, but there's like a lower section there, which doesn't really get a lot of the, you know, good views or direct starlight, and that's where a lot of like smaller, like, you know, restaurants, uh, dive bars, you know, you know, neon lights, all like that is kind of on the lower area, so those are kind of three main like overall sections. There's the upper deck, the lower deck, and then just the uh, cargo area, the, uh, the landing zone. Rook, turns to Lancer and says, do you think I should try to pull up the list of people who who are on this station? Or is that just too many to go through? I think that's a, I think that's not a bad idea, but for now, we'll, we'll stick to the basics. Okay. Roger that, boss. Um, Lancer does not say anything, but she does feel a, like not even very happy that Rook and TZ are here specifically, but um, has a has a little bit of a moment of gratefulness that she's not alone right now. Okay, so what which button do you press, Lancer? Do you press upper deck or lower deck? Um, I guess lower deck first. All right, yeah, the it's a pretty zippy uh, turbo left as you uh, reach there. Uh, the doors slide open as you step out into, um, not to be stereotypical here, but it's a very much, it, it seems very similar to Narshadal where you left before. It's a very mm-hmm. like, almost like a cyberpunk. Again, there's a lot of like neon lights, you know, like, you know, pipes all like the ceiling is just a bunch of like pipes. That's uh, slowly leaking steam or oil that's dripping down onto you as you kind of walk through like, uh, the streets are fairly busy, you know, it's not like completely jam-packed, but you do have to like twist sideways and there's like a single lane that's going on the right, a single lane that's passing by on the left. You know, people, if, if you're not careful, people will step all over your toes there and not even say sorry. It's just kind of a, a, a kind of a grungy sort of place, but there's like, you know, dive bars, you know, noodle shops, you know, tattoo parlors, you know, pharmacies of dubious qualities, that sort of uh you know, activity down here. Okay. Um, as soon as we step out onto the floor, then Rook is going to um, motion, or sorry, Rook, Lancer's going to motion for Rook to follow. And um, I think just kind of maneuver through the crowd a little bit and um, head to like probably the nearest dive bar that, uh, that she finds. All right, yeah. There's a there's one here with an annoying like purple, uh, you know, blink glowing, you know, thing of a a gungan like you know, it has like the animation of a gungan just glug 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 <laughs> glug 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 just t- tossing back and forth as as it as the tipsy gungan seems to uh, uh, appear in front of you. Awesome. Uh, you uh you kind of uh we- 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 weedle your way in there. It's like these uh places 
are not very deep bars. So like you can't walk in and it's essentially like three chairs and a bar, you know, it mm-hmm. are three tables and a bar. It's a pretty small sort of place, but you're seating there. So you can kind of sit down and uh, have a light, you know, chat amongst yourselves, listen in to some of the other like comings and goings here. You know, it's a, you know, it, it's a, it just seems to be a fairly successful bar here. There's a, you know, kind of a woman there, you know, maybe, you know, mid thirties, mid forties there with like arms covered in tattoos, short hair says, what can I do for you? Uh, we'll just have a couple of the cheapest things that you have. We're, we're not here for a long time. Uh, at least you, that's good. Usually it's, you pick, you pay the cheapest and stay for a while. She'll, you know, put like three, uh, mugs of frothing, uh, you know, essentially, you know, ale, like a beer there, you know, well, well, you know, because uh, uh, TZ, do you sit down? TZ's going to stand up against the wall and kind of blend in as best as he can. Okay, then yeah, uh, two bugs appear. So Rook looks kind of punk, and she's Umbaran. She has very pale eyes that are almost, they're very light, almost colorless. And she can see on the ultraviolet spectrum, so the bright neon lights are very strong for her. So she puts on some dark glasses and she pulls um, a hood up. She's wearing like a sweatshirt. She pulls the hood up and just kind of slouches in the chair with her glasses and the hood, just looking around and takes a sip of the drink. She's not a big drinker, but... She sees Lancer drinking, so she wants to fit in with Lancer. So she's going to have a drink. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me just make a quick. What's your fortitude defense? My fortitude defense. It's a ten. All right. Um, yeah. It. You. You take a sip. It. You kind of have to struggle a little bit to swallow it. It's. Um. It's. It's bitter. It's like really, really bitter and bare. And whatever water they used was definitely non-filtered. So it's. Um. It, it, but you you do manage to like not make a reaction, so you know Lancer probably thinks you're cool, right? <laughs> Definitely. If Lancer's <laughs> even paying attention, and Brooks' yeah. throat's just burning inside. TZ and Lancer is like paying attention to everything except for Rook and TZ right now. Yeah, and exactly. Rook glances over at TZ and gives him a look like, "Holy." <laughs> Force. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and give me a uh, gather information check then. All right. Finally. Okay. That's a thirteen. All right. Um. Yeah. There's some some general scuttlebutt uh, going around. People are talking about. Um. You know. Uh. You know. You know how much it's kind of annoying because they're, they're doing like a security overall. You know, you know it's you know harder. You know it's easy to get in, but a lot harder to get out now because you know everyone's you know got their hands you know tied because of the um where I, I put his name around here somewhere. Oh, but uh, uh, Detective Levin is uh is kind of like uh, putting the boots to everyone. Uh, you know, kind of a bit of a shame what happened to the uh, to the uh, to the Duke. He was always uh, a good man, but you know, shame that he passed so early, so early in his life. 
the air one joke, the one turns to someone like, he's already in his seventies. Still, heart failure is a hell of a way to go at that age. <laughs> um. Okay, so I guess Lancer kind of relays to um, Rook and TZ that seems like there's some kind of a detective here. Don't know what that's about. Um, feel like a murder happens on one of these ships and nobody really cares much, so this guy must have been pretty important. Rook just shakes her head. She's just still trying to recover from her drink. <laughs> the uh, bartender will kind of lean over. You guys seem kind of new. Anything anywhere you're looking for specifically, or how can I help? Uh, well, I guess it's interesting that we seem so new. Um, I Listen, guess- you have the same look as my wife when she's hunting someone. So you're on the hunt for something. I ain't gonna, you know, tell you what or what not, but just I can help. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll say Lancer seems to trust this woman a little bit more than maybe she trusts most uh, bartenders, but um, she's just going to say straight out. So what's the deal with this Duke? Oh, the yeah. queen's uncle. Ah, yeah. He, uh, shame. He got he done past, I guess about three days ago. And he said he, um, was up at his suite and just uh, heart gave out on him. Is what they say. Huh. Guess that's not super weird for a guy in his seventies. Not really. I see, always seem to be in a picture of good health whenever he came down here. Real nice guy. Spent a lot of money down here. But yeah, no, afraid he, uh, afraid his, uh, his his ticker finally ticked out. So is that why the uh, empire is here? Nah, they're just here to stick their noses in things. They just want to get in our pe- try to get more of the piece of this pie here. You know, mm. technically, you know, this is still uh, this is still uh, Casio soil here, so we're still part of the Republic. That's why we can get away with uh, you know having our our gambling laws out here in the middle of space. But mm. you know, the Empire has their consulate up there with <laughs> you know. Um, Colonel Weston here. <laughs> what a joke. Anyway, but you know, apparently some hoity toy stick in, stick up her ass came up here and she's uh shaking things around trying to get uh security a little bit more cracked out. Mm. Sounds sounds like the Empire. Um Rook Rook's pretty shy around strangers and she tries to keep a real low profile, but she leans over to Lancer and she whispers if this Duke's part of the royal family, what's he doing on this level? Shouldn't he be up at the top with all the rich people? Yeah, Lancer's definitely thinking that. Um, I think she uh, probably sees that the bartender like notices that Rook is whispering and everything. And she's like, oh, um, a bit nervous around crowds. Uh so, why was there a duke on this ship? I guess the queen's on the ship. She's kind of moved her whole royal uh, household up here. Her, her sister, the rest of her family. They all live up in the uh, in the palace suite. And, uh, this a big uh, blue hotel, blue-looking hotel up there. There's the white one, which is the uh, capital suite. And there's the uh, the, the main, uh, that's where uh, VIPs, v, you know, uh, P up there. Uh, but the... Uh, 
the the royal suite. That's where the uh, royalty camp has their home at. Hmm. How long has that been going on? About as long as we've been touring the galaxy, I guess. About you know, eight years now, seven years now. Huh. Rook leans over to Lancer and whispers, "What are they doing here? Don't they have their own planet to rule?" Yeah. What's uh What's going on with Cassio then? Ah. Uh, not much, and I think that's the reason they're out here. They get way higher tax revenues touring around out here. They got the uh, they got this old station back during the Clone Wars, or you know the previous wars, as the Empire likes to say, trying to make it seem like it didn't really happen. Anyway, we got this this station here. Uh, you know, they moved some of us up here from the thing. We we managed to you know get a good deal up here, let's just say. But they're just moving around. Uh, the ability to move around and get uh, hoity-toities people to spend, you know, millions upon millions of credits losing at crap tables. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that that's, that's way better. That's way more money than, uh, than rainbow pomegranates. That is true. Can't argue with you there. At the mention of the clone wars, Rook gives TZ a concerned look, just making sure that he's seen how he's reacting to that. TZ has not, like, completely shut down, but is probably the most inanimate that he has been in a hot minute. Rook reaches over and and squeezes his hand. I will be fine. What, your friend got a gambling problem over there? Uh, A little bit of that. Wow. This is a, not a great place for you guys, then. But you know, do do try to uh, stay clear of uh, those houses up there if you have any disposable income. So yeah, that's kind of scuttlebutt about what's going on at the, on the Plasteel Pride. Cool story. Thanks. No problem. Swing by whenever you got some uh, real money to spend. Okay. Yeah, we will. Rook's fingers are itching for her data pad. She just wants to start looking up everyone. The Queen, the Duke, Detective Levin. She just wants to find out as much as she can about them all. Uh, yeah, well, if you want to use a gather information or a use computer check. I have a good use computer skill. Yeah, go ahead and roll for that. got a 21 all right okay yeah um again kind of what you've already said stated like you can for the 21 you definitely get like you can't uh you you can't step outside and then in one of the uh the you get like tc to come over and like boost you up as one of the pipes running over there you know it's a data pipe so you can't reach up there and like stick your data pad right next to it so you can get the data stream as it comes through uh you download kind of like a overall like kind of essentially the uh a slightly more uh updated like phone book a little bit password protected there but you it kind of gives you like the rough uh address and location uh, not like permanent like id location but like residents of pretty much all the uh people in the upper station there so to as definitely as it says, the Queen and the uh, the, the Dead Duke are in the uh, are in the Palace Suite Hotel. Um, that's on the upper area there. The um, Detective Levin is also in the Palace Suite Hotel, but it his like title is like Chief Investigator slash Security Officer. And then um, Rook would like to comb like 
the intergalactic web and see what she can find out about the queen and, and the detective get more personal information too. that. Um, she's just going to start compiling like a, a data file on them. The detective, there's not really too much about a detective. Like he seems to keep his, his personal life off there. There's a couple like, you know, like a couple of years ago, he busted a smuggling ring a couple of years before that, uh, you know, a drug, uh, uh, spice running, you know, he, he occasionally makes the headlines as he, you know, busts someone, you know, he arrested like the, um, the uh like the son of a famous senate uh, uh, imperial senator because he was because he, he uh trashed too many bars into lower space here and you know it you know there's a bit of a diplomatic fallout the queen doesn't really like it it shows like you can definitely like there's a lot of like past glories like you know you know what was it about uh 40 years ago now well 30 years ago now she like uh you know, personally met with uh, the person who became the emperor, the current emperor, as they joined their planet into the uh, Galactic Republic. You know, you know, she kind of you know stood firm throughout the Clone Wars here. Uh, you know, she kind of had like a meteoric rise, was kind of a media darling. But then, you know, she kind of cashed that in for like a better term. You know, eight years ago when she, you know, you know, put out the Plasteel Pride. You know, got the gambling license, and just has kind of been coasting ever since. Like, you know, like ever since then, like, she'll make, you know, you see pictures of her, like, you know, yearly, like, remembrance ceremony when she goes back to the uh, planet of Cassio. But since then, it seems like she just spends her time here on the uh, space station and, you know, wander around seeing the sights. Who does Detective Levin actually work for? The Queen. But he's her personal detective? Like, detective slash, you know, she is, he is the, uh, you know, you know, this station is essentially an extension of like, you know, the royal houses. Like, this is all the royal house's property. So, like, you know, all you know, as you kind of look around, you know, anyone who's like in security all has like the royal badge on the thing. Like, everyone who works here is a member of the royal house. Like, anyone okay. who works, you know, in the uh, well, not like everyone who works here, but everyone who works like with the um, administration here. So, the Plasteel Pride is his jurisdiction. Correct. Rook wonders to Lancer if maybe they should go and talk to Detective Levin. Oh, one thing at a time. Uh, let's get a room. And you are not going to stay on the ship? Can we... Can can we stay on the ship, Caleb, but, like, in the, uh, well, no, I don't know. Can we stay on our ship? Is oh, that, yeah. like, allowed? We, we don't have Oh, yeah, to, yeah. Like, yeah, oh, it's you, you always been, you, you're, you do already have beds on the ship, so, you know, a lot of people, like, with, with hotels will, like, you know, come, be dropped off or shuttled here, and mm-hmm. then, you know, you'll go away for, at, during, you know, and spend the nights here, but if you have your own ship, you, it's perfectly serviceable to have, you know, you know, uh, turbo lift down and you spend your nights there if you want. Okay. I bet it's expensive though, the dockage. Yeah, true. We won't worry about that. <laughs> nice. I like your style, Lancer. Don't don't get too comfortable. Steez. All right, I um, am very comfortable. <laughs> Any other so uh so Lancer, you you do you have a place you want to specifically hit up? 
Yeah, now that we have this information, I think Lancer wants to um, essentially see how close we can get to the royal uh, area palace? without, yeah, the royal palace without being blocked. All right, uh, you go up to the uh, to the upper level there, and the upper level is it's a lot nicer. Like you know, like there's like uh, essentially like you. Know, grass over on the sides of the sidewalks, you know, bushes, trees. The, the neon lights are still as bright, but they're also, like, higher up and in a lot better quality here. You know, there's, like, a... You know, as you look up, you can see, you know, the the, the uh, top is can point straight towards where the uh, black hole is. As you see, like, you know, people in, like, a large central, like, square area, like, cheering and, and clapping as they do all, set off essentially fireworks right on the cusp of the uh, black hole. As you see, like, explosions go off and, like, the, the trails get pulled into the uh, black hole. It's a it's a pretty uh, spectacular sight, you, will, you must admit, even if a little gaudy. But as you walk by, you do see as what uh, they mentioned before, there's kind of two, like on either side of the uh, dome, there's kind of two major, like, you know, um, hotel looking structures. There's the white one, which is the pal. There's the palace one and the capital one suites. The palace suites, I think I said, were in in, uh, blue, while the uh, capital suites are in white. You know, the blue one is where uh, there's a couple, like, guards there, but there's, um, you know, they don't seem to be, like, super... um, well, um, it's not like there's like they have like armed Uzis out and in are like you mm-hmm. know strong army people away. There's just like a couple guards in the uh, camp front entrance there. Oh, camp IUS, uh, you get a little closer. It's kind of like a like a three story hotel room. You know, camp in a large like U or H sort sort of shape. So camp has like wings on either side. Okay. Um. I'm trying to decide if it would be worth it to, like, try to stealth my way into the palace area. But I also don't know, like, once I actually get in there, I don't I don't think that Lancer has, like, the street cred to be, like, tell me everything you know about, about <laughs> this About yeah. this. Um, I will say, Rook, yo, because of your role earlier, you can cast, you, you can... Uh, point out and say like you know on the ground floor you know on the l- left side of the building that's where the uh the uh, the man's um where uh duke suzuki's uh you know, room specifically was and it's kind of in like a weird spot like you know there's kind of a nice you know garden like you know um you know, hedge around the edge there with like a camp of that's grown around the wrought iron fence but from where uh rook you're pretty stealthy right Yes, Rook is very stealthy. Make it Probably just make it Umbaran. Make make me a stealth check. Okay. And I got a twenty. All right. You I don't you're not necessarily have to do it, but you certainly can let that roll. It's pr- it would be not the easiest thing, but it would be pretty simple to kind of hop the fence at a blind spot and get to that uh to that room pretty much no problem. Okay, Rook's on it. She's not super strong, so um, TZ gives her a lift. Now, uh, with that 20, do you, the other two, if you want to follow along? No, I think that um, once Rook makes it over the fence, 
Lancer immediately pulls TG, TZ in the other direction, and uh, they're going to play it cool outside for a bit. TZ Perfect. is the opposite of stealth. <laughs> All right, so Rook, you you get to the uh, the window there, and there's a little latch that you just can't. You know, take a, like a your like a long thin like rod that you have, and just can't undo like the just normal physical latch, and can't step into the room here. Um, the room is unlit, uh, and you know, it looks like no one's really been in here for a few days. Uh, there's a um, it's a fairly it's very well. Uh, adorned there's a table off in a corner a large like four post bed with like you know fine silk sheets there but also you know there's kind of a, a nightstand a table there with a decanter of wine and a, a and a, a cup that's still like half full there okay rook takes off her glasses because she has very good night vision and she scans the room looking for anything personal and she walks over to the water cup and picks it up and yeah, sees if she can sense anything with her. You make a use to force, make a use to force check. Okay. And that's the D 20 D 20. Yep. Okay. Do I have any modifiers with that one? Uh, I think you add your charisma to that. Hmm. Yeah. Use to force is a charisma. Okay. And if you're training that, add an additional plus five. Oh, I got a natural 20. Oh, wow. And um, if I'm trained in it, yep, I have the force. I have the, well, I have you, the force feet. Okay. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean you're trained in it. Oh, okay. No, I'm not trained in it. So okay. I have a natural 20 and a one with charisma. So 21. All right. Uh, that'll get you with. Uh, we just made a skill earlier, or just built it earlier. So that'll give you everything within the last day. But if you spend a force point, I'll say you can detect everything that happened within the last week. I will spend a force point. Good idea. That's a re- that's that's smart. <laughs> so you uh you uh you kind of like concentrate there as you take if you had any gloves, like you get a good like solid grip on it. Um, you uh you uh hold the the cup and you can kind of it's been silent for a little bit, but then you like, you can't really concentrate. It's, it's good that you're alone because you can, this is like the only time you feel like you can really uh, unlock this ability here as you relive, as you like the last person to touch it uh, died like right afterwards. And you, you, you feel like shock, uh, regret, and then just kind of like acquiescence. Like, I guess this is how it's going to happen. But right, just right before that, you feel like a feeling of like cruelty, cleverness, and like that anticipation of doing a job well done of like some of adding something to this class, to the rim, to the, Mm. to this uh, system and then sneaking away. Aha. And can I get any sense of that personality behind it? Male, female species, Mm, young like someone like they're simple i'll just say that they're they are similar to you and uh, you feel like a similarity to this person may not in like a force sensitive way but maybe like they're in the same point of life mm-hmm. hmm. well rook sets the cup down and she sits on the edge of the bed for a moment just to try to gather herself and compose herself and 
while all these feelings wash over her. And um, she looks around the room for any other clues. Uh, roll perception, then. A 19. Okay. Um, 19. Like, you check the work desk. Uh, there's a couple, like, uh, scribbled notes here that he has. Um, oh, yeah. Well, let's, let me uh, pull up my uh, system here. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it just, it, it has, like, a list of, like, uh, you know, places here. Like, a uh, you're not quite sure, but then you realize that these are names of uh, places in the lower spaces that you've been to. So like, you know, the tipsy Gungan, but that is a line struck through it. There's a half dozen other names. Each one has a line struck through it, but there's one last one on the, uh, but there's one that's listed on the bottom that he has circled there. uh, And that is the, uh, the, the noodle bar. The noodle bar. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Rook with her data pad snaps a picture of the whole list so she can show Lancer. And um, then is there anything else for her to see or notice? That, that, that's all you get there. Okay. You know, you, 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 yeah. Yeah. You, you, you're not sure if there's someone's coming, but you pre, you think you hear some like foot falls out in the hallway. So you think this is about as good as time as any to step outside. Okay, so Rook whispers on her calm link to TZ, I'm coming out. And um, she sneaks back outside mm-hmm. and um, kind of needs TZ's help to get back over the wall. Well, while you're sneaking back out or while you're in that scene, like Lancer and TZ, as you're just kind of hanging out outside the um, the space there, uh, a, a kind of a portly looking man, kind of short, maybe, you know, you know just like a meter and a half tall kind of you know squat looking guy with a he's got a big like a brown trench coat comes like bustling out of the uh the space here and he's like talking up to a imperial isb officer our imperial officer like who's in like full grade like perfect uniform um mm-hmm. you know you know tight hat and it's like now listen here toots I told you that we got everything as secure as it needs to I run a tight ship like i have an eye out and kind of looks at the two of you. Hold on a second. So it's hang on. Hey, Hey, which, what, what's you two looking at over here? Is that an assassin droid? You got there and look at that tough fella. He kind of like pokes your, uh, your arm there. Uh, TZ. Hello. We're, we're two random people on your ship. What do you mean? Yeah. My ship. What you doing here? And it's my, you know, look, looking for, to make a quick buck here. You know, Turn your ass around and you make sure you get yourself to the casinos. You hear? Everyone's on edge here, okay? I don't got time for lollygaggers taking pics of my of the queen. All right. On edge? Listen. Things be kind of crazy right now, so how about you do me a favor and just, you know, you know, spend some money, lose some money at the casinos. Like, what? You, you, listen. I know some. I know they have some paparazzi when I see some. So you know, looking out here to try to find a way to take some picture of the grieving of the grieving queen and all like that. Boo hoo hoo! Her uncle died, all like that. So how about you, uh, you, you muckrakers, do something productive with your life, okay? 
Well, first of all, he doesn't have a life. Secondly, we're literally here paying to be on your ship, so how about we just do whatever we want? Ooh. 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 He kind of looks up at you, because you're, like, I'm assuming you're pretty tall and, and, and as, as Twi'leks go, right? Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I, I'm 5'8", I'm so not, like, super tall, but... Yeah, you got a good, like, two inches on this guy. Listen. Mm-hmm. Listen. I got... I got Miss Stick up her ass here that, that's already, you know, dragged me four different ways to Sunday. So how about... You don't take any pics of the queen. And I don't throw you out the airlock. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Alright. I got... I gotta do some real work now. You can't dust off. Pardon me, tap, Captain uh, Captain Quick here. I got, got you know, meet and greet the locals. Sure thing, she says. Uh, you know, you know, detective, lead the way. <laughs> I think Lancer does just kind of uh, screw off then. Uh, it's it's well while he was uh, berating you, you saw Rook like come out and like go to like the point where she like you know got pushed over, kind of like jumping, and you see like the little fingertips like you know above the uh, <laughs> just barely making it to the top of the the thing. So I think TZ you know reaches over and grabs uh, Rook there. Exactly. I think I found something. You won't believe it. I've got some. I got a name of a place. Let us discuss this somewhere quieter. Okay. So, uh, I know this might not be the most dramatic point, but I feel like you have a lead here, you have an idea, so I think that's a good point to to put a uh, capstone in today's episode of Dice Wars. Uh, again, this is uh, a f- the, the subtitle of this series will be A Famine of the Soul as we get into the Saga Edition so we get to see what sort of wild uh, cyberpunkian a- adventures we'll be up to here so again mm-hmm. follow along at home join us on our Discord at discord.com slash utini uh, we'll be putting an episode out of this uh, every week once it starts going live so you know, follow along at that hit us up on our Discord and as always may the force be with you